So here's a quick disclaimer up front. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Builder Seat podcast. You will definitely hear some noise in the background. And well, we're not in a studio. This is a construction site. There's construction going on. You're going to hear noise. Thanks again. So let's let the show begin. Welcome to the Builder Seat, a Roblin Contracting Incorporated podcast, shining a light on the people of Roblin, our partners, our exceptional projects, our culture, and core values we uphold every day. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Hitesh Jawan, and we're happy to have you back listening to us here at The Builder's Seat. If you're new to The Builder's Seat, thanks for joining us. And if you haven't caught any past episodes yet, I encourage you to take a look at some of our past episodes about culture and life at Roblin and in the construction industry. Today, we're happy to have Kevin Dobson, the founder and executive director of the Capital College and Career Academy. Thanks for coming, Kevin. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited yeah. to be here. Yeah, we're really happy to have you here. I think today is going to be a great episode because we get to talk about education in the construction industry and even more so education for those that need to enter or want to enter the industry because as we know, there is just a constant need for added education, for added um, minds and mindsets. And yeah. so I think uh, we really want to hear about the CCCA and its mission. Yeah, I mean, it's the future of the construction industry, so. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so let's uh, let's let our listeners know, you know, what is the CCCA, um, where are you located, and, you know, what is what is your starting mission? Yeah, Capital College and Career Academy is a new charter high school. We're located in North Sacramento, uh, serving students grades 9 to 12. Uh, we're actually opening next fall. Roblin's been at the great, you know, the ground level here through the inception, the charter mm-hmm. petition process. But our focus really is a, it's a school that's that's built on hands-on learning. A, our goal is to, to catch students at, a, at an early age, get those students in elementary, middle school, school years excited about working with their hands, being creative. And when they get to our campus, it's a whole school built around student voice and choice. We have a career exploration that happens in their freshman, sophomore year. Ultimately, students move into internship opportunities based on their interest and passion. Through those four-year sequence at our high school, they are participating in rigorous uh, college-infused classes. Again, has that construction thread running through not just the CTE class, but their English, their math, their science courses. And then ultimately, pathways into a career, into a four-year university, or directly into a, a certified apprenticeship. Fantastic. Fantastic. And yeah, I mean, Roblin is very happy to be a part of the partnership with CCCA. And we'll definitely talk more about that and some awards that we've even recently received. So thanking the industry there. Amazing what you can do with education and sort of replacing what everybody has all otherwise thought about, about sort of that four-year high school process. So this is basically taking place of that, you know, year nine to 12 process that most students would go through but infusing, as you said, the collegiate training. Yeah. Uh, my frustration as as a high school principal, as even as a high school teacher, I mean, that's what, what started CCCA was, you know, a lot of the exploration, the the trying to figure out what I want to do happened after high school. And, and by that point, students' lives have started. There's this narrative, you have to go to college. And so for those students that did go to college, often racking up debt, and it would take a year or two, maybe three years to figure out really what they wanted to do. And you know, it just said, there's got to be a better way. Yeah. I, I feel that, you know, CCCA is not revolutionizing in of itself education. I mean, the, the, we're not doing any one thing that, that's unique. But I think mm-hmm. what, what is really unique with our model is that we've taken best practices from another, a number of, of, of various models and, and rolled that into one school. 
That's really great. And you make a solid point there. We expect students to generally know what it is they want to do for careers, and you don't know it until you've been exposed. Yeah. And so that's a big part, right? I, I think vital to what we're trying to do is, is the career exploration. So we have a career fair on our campus. Obviously, it's it's the full gambit of, of companies representing the built environment. And students self-select, you know, whether that be a Caltrans, a Roblin, a SMUD, uh, maybe an architecture engineering firm. And then over the course of that semester, students are off campus twice a week. The goal is that they are spending a week or two weeks in each of the different departments. Obviously, depending on the size of that company will determine you know, how long that, that job shadow is. But the goal is to provide many different uh, opportunities just to see what what makes up that company. I mean, look at your role here at Roblin, right? Most people would never associate that with, with a construction company. Sure. And so the goal is not just that students will, will find something that piques their interest and, and gets them excited, mm-hmm. but also I think equally valuable is, you know, man, I don't want to do that career. And if we yeah. can start to identify those things early on, uh, we can start to really put students in places where they can contribute and feel valued and ultimately, you know, make an impact uh, for their own lives and, and obviously for their community. That is that is such a great way to do it. And I'm glad that you touch on the idea that students have this opportunity to see what they also don't want to do. It's really great to think that you really want to get into a certain aspect of a career. Oh, man, I, I love numbers, right? Yep. That's great. Maybe you don't want to do numbers for yeah. a bank. Yeah. You know, you start to realize, no, I want to do numbers for somebody who's putting something in the ground, yeah. right? And that's a really big thing. The other thing that I would add to that is kind of, I think the term I've tried to coin is like a tangential career. I'm going to point at Aaron because he's here in the room, so I'll <laughs> use him. You know, Aaron's in media. And again, as a as somebody who's in media, the first thing you don't think about is, uh, oh, construction. I'm going to be a media person, but in construction. And yet I know that working with Aaron, I've seen there's a different excitement of being able to take stories from the construction of a project, from the life of a project, and be able to you know bring that out rather than just typical social media yeah. as we know it. Yeah. You know, yeah. that tangential career choice is is huge. And I think from a, a marketing standpoint, that's been, I mean, somewhat difficult, but it's we're we've been really intentional, right? It's you'll notice our name is college and career. I mean. You have those opportunities. To, if, if a student's super motivated, you get an associate's degree while you graduate from this high wow, school. There's a wow, pathway yeah. to get up to three years of college. Uh, but going back to those, you know, tangential careers and and you know just how expansive the the career opportunities are within the construction trades. That opportunity really just to not frame it as a trade school. And you'll notice that construction is not in our name because. You know, we know in in the construction trades there's so many different pathways. But I think for the layperson, they hear construction, it's like, oh, you're gonna, my kid's not gonna yeah. go swing a hammer for the rest mm-hmm. of their life, mm-hmm. and that might be a great career opportunity for young people. But I think it it self selects people that otherwise may actually end up going into that career being really passionate about it because mm-hmm. there's all these preconceived notions. And so, yeah. just one more. I think sidebar on that, you know, from the East Coast originally, we have some great Votech schools. And my frustration with a lot of the Votech schools was they are centered on a single industry sector. You get immersed in this, you're ready for a career. But if a young person says, hey, I want to go to college, oftentimes those students would be so focused on that career, they didn't have the minimum requirements. So they have to mm-hmm. actually go to a community college before they could go to a four-year university. Mm-hmm. So our goal was never to pigeonhole a young person, to, to get them to graduation with as many doors open as, as possible. That's such a great pathway. And it's well thought out. It really is. So given the fact that you're opening up these pathways, we understand that you've selected the area you're in really based on that need and that you may even be looking at a second site. Yeah, uh, I, I would say first in terms of the industry sector, right? The the focus on construction it was it was a natural fit. Obviously, the the need for a skilled and trained workforce, and and really the need to fill positions throughout the industry. From an educational standpoint, 
it was exciting to partner with construction because it, it makes learning more relevant, right? From mm-hmm. an educational standpoint, we know that hands-on learning improves reading, math outcomes. And so it was this perfect fit. With that being said, our team has been, you know, I think actively seeking, well, what is the, the three to five year to 10 year plan for CCCA? I think ultimately we would like to move into to other industry sectors potentially. Uh, but I will say that we, we've been having some initial conversations about a second site focus on the, the construction trades uh, somewhere in the San Joaquin Valley. So we, we just wrapped yeah. up a tour down in, in Stockton, uh, mm. talking to industry partners, uh, looking at you know where, where that could be. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. This central Northern California, Central California corridor just has so much potential and obviously so much construction already. So yeah, it makes sense that your focus is there. But I love the fact that you're open to whatever career technology students want to go into and the self-selecting model that you mentioned as well, you know, students self-select where they want to head. I mean, that's the best way for a young person to feel like they get to choose their potential is not feel like they can't. And I mean, their motivations build around that, right? And, And so when you look at where we're located with our first site, uh, you've got the 4950 lowest median income neighborhoods. You've got some of the mm-hmm. lowest educational attainment rates in the city, some mm-hmm. of the highest crime rates in the city. At the one closest comprehensive high school, a third of kids aren't graduating. Wow. And and what we hear from families is just that that curriculum, right, the, the school environment does not really meet their, their needs, right? It's not yeah. relevant. It's not engaging. And they're the two words that I think CCCA is built on is, is relevancy and engagement. It's all based mm-hmm. around students' interests. And, you know, I have a, a strong belief that, you know, every young person wants to succeed, right? Yeah. Uh, no one wakes up and says, you know, I, I just, I want to go fail school. I don't, you know, <laughs> I, I want to just, you know, do nothing with my life. And, and so really it's, it's how do we get those young people excited mm-hmm. at, at an early age um, before they've made up their mind that, that, you know, I don't have a future. Yeah, very true. Very true. And so on that note, then on enrolling students, you know, what does it take to get into a CCCA? Yeah, so we're a free public charter high school. I think there's a lot of misconceptions about what is a charter school. When you boil it down, really a charter school tends to be a little more flexible in terms of their curriculum. Uh, there is some uh, somewhat less constraints put on a charter school compared to a comprehensive school. I think oftentimes the politics that gets rolled in is that charter schools do not have to have a unionized teachers association associated with it. And so that's where sometimes you, you see the politics play. There are charter schools that, that the teachers are unionized. So, you know, again, another misconception there. But as, as a free public charter high school, we also cannot segregate in terms of what students apply. So um, an example for, for my own, my, I have a, a 17-year-old stepson. He's in the IB program at, at Mariloma High School. Mm-hmm. He actually had to apply to get into that IB program. Wow. As a charter school, that's illegal. We, we can't ask, you know, whether or not a student has a disability on the application form. We can't ask for past grades on that application mm-hmm. form. And so uh, the only time that we have a lottery is if we have more applicants than seats available. Mm-hmm. In that case, we built priorities for students that are first in their family to go to college and for students who are on free and reduced price lunch. I guess back to your question, though, yeah. of, of how do we, we, we recruit students and um, what are we doing to, to get young people in? Uh, we've been running monthly youth events with the Girl Scouts the first Thursday of every month. That's with a, a wide range of industry partners where students participate in some type of STEM activity and have a challenge. Last year, we had over 150 girls participate in that. This year, on track for 300. Wow. 
Uh, in addition to that, we ran a summer camp for high school, middle school, young adults, and then did I uh, got funding for another high school summer camp this past summer. That's great. And now are, are running a middle school after school program where we've got free meals, student stipends, uh, and it's all, again, hands-on learning, getting a, a snapshot of what it's like to be a CCCA student. That's that's so fantastic. I, I love how much engagement you're putting out there in the community. You Like you and I talked you know, just prior to the mics turning on, yeah. is it is about engagement. It's about exposure for these kids. It's about the ability for them to see what potential is out there, what potential is open to them. It's near and dear to me because both, one, I'm a adjunct professor for a professional education group uh, for one of the UC systems here. And I see everything from didn't choose college and chose to do this to retired and returning. To see everyone's eyes light up about the potential in the industry alone is amazing. You know, it doesn't matter if, if uh, you've been in the industry for 20 years, you're still going to learn something new. And if you've never been here, then everything is new. Yeah. And the second point really is you mentioned first in their family and all. I'm, I'm, you know, my parents emigrated here and I'm the first to go to school here. And it was a big deal to go to college and make a career out of it and find a company and find a place that you want to make a career ultimately too, you know, and, and how do you choose, right? Yeah. And well, that's, uh, it's great to know that the potential is all out there. Yeah, I mean, related to that, what is exciting with the construction industry, I mean, it, it's it struck me through all of the conversations and development of CCCA is that sense of family, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you're you're in an apprenticeship, in the skilled trades, and that's your work crew and your, your work family, or, you know, in the front of the house uh, operations, I think there's this pervasive feeling of, of connectedness within the construction industry, particularly in this region. And then the other thing that's come through is, uh, as we've talked to industry professionals, is that pride that they've built something, you know, when they're driving down 99, it's like, hey, that's the bridge that I built. And that's going to be here well beyond my time on this earth. And, uh, you know, that's something that I think really resonates with a lot of young people as well Is you know, particularly with the communities that we're serving is to have that sense of family. I think a lot of young, young people turn to school, but then to say not just the school, but look, here's these career opportunities where you can keep that, that uh, feeling of, of togetherness and connectedness. And then, you know, to, to have a tangible impact on, on the skyline, right, of your community uh, to give back in ways that few others really have that opportunity. Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, I can actually think of the number of buildings in the downtown skyline that I've walked prior to them ever being fully constructed. You know, in fact, the Sturz building, the Golden One Center, you know, some others that, you know, you've had an opportunity, you know people that work there, you work there, something like that. But that is a concrete anchor that you got to have a, you know, a hand in that is part of your community forever. And that community engagement, that familial feeling, I think that's a big reason why Roblin has the partnership with CCCA as well. I can't uh, not address that. You know, I think that's, that was a big thing for uh, Ken Wenham, our CEO and president Mm -hmm. said, I have to do this. Like this is, this is a, it's more of a calling, not, not just a, oh, this is a great opportunity. No, this is, this is a calling. This is something that we need to help foster, uh, engage and, and, and push. Well, I will say that, um, you know, know, Ken's been, uh, came on board right at our first charter hearing. So maybe, you know, that's something we can go into as well. But we we have been really fortunate. I mean, we started back in 2019, officially incorporated in April, and our board has grown, our industry partnerships have grown. uh, But fundraising to start a school like this is, is a challenge. And to start a school, you have to be approved by an authorizer. And so our authorizer is the Sacramento County Office of Education. Mm-hmm. You know, they're 
politics abound within that process to get mm-hmm. to get approval. And, you know, at that first charter hearing going into it, Roblin stepped to the plate and, and said, look, we are making a significant financial contribution. Uh, we are standing behind CCCA. We believe in this mission. Obviously, Ken joined the board. And, you know, I think that really got us to the show, right? And And we've been fortunate you know, all along to be supported by a number of industry partners and continue to be supported by a, a range of industry partners. But uh, I think, you know, kind of being the the, the first lead donor mm-hmm. to step up and and in that way was was significant, right? And it really enabled us to to be where we're at today. Yeah, well, I, I know that I can um, speak on behalf of Robin to say we're happy to because it's, it is a, a personal passion of so many of us here is that that industry education again, industry exposure, and just being able to infuse this love of our industry. It is a moment of personal pride, you know, that, you know, we love to do what we do. And so we want to share that passion. We want to see that passion grow. We have an intern that working here that yeah. also has a tie with CCCA and yeah. we're very happy to have had that opportunity to have her join us yeah. and um, you know she works with our design team here and I, I think that's just fantastic to see that there's already a tie. Yeah, and to go yeah. into to that in a little more detail I mean uh, something that I'm so excited because I think that's the first you know, real example of what CCCA is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, the the young lady that, that we're referring to uh, was actually a former student of mine. I don't know if you know that, but oh. uh, about geez, a year and a half, two years ago, she reached out and said uh, on LinkedIn, said, is this Mr. Dobson from, you know, yeah. you know the, the high school I was teaching at? And said, yeah. And, and we started talking. And at that point, she thought she was going to become a teacher and was trying mm-hmm. to build a resume and said, well, look, we're, I'm starting a new charter school. If you're looking to build your resume, you know, what are, what, what are some things that you could do? And so she came on, volunteered her time for an entire year, wow. uh, ran all of our social media, and then in that process had switched her major to design technology at American River College. Yeah, I mean, just being around our board and the industry partners, it, it came time where she's like, hey, I need an internship. And so, you know, we put that out there to the board members. And sure enough, uh, yeah. you know, you guys picked her up. And again, that that opportunity that exists when you have industry professionals with young people and, and that opportunity. I mean, that's what we're all about, like yeah. I said. Yeah. Well, she had an amazing portfolio. It wasn't a hard choice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> no. So that's, um. well, and so on the, the idea of a partnership and all too, and really this being a pretty model method here that really hasn't occurred. For those of you in the industry that know about, you know, Bluebeam Software, not an endorsement of the software, great, great company, by the way. They know me well and I know them well, but they had their uh, extreme conference that they do annually, just like everyone in the industry has their annual conference. And and recently we applied for a recognition award really on behalf of CCCA for what's occurring. Big shout out to uh, Bluebeam for having brought us there to to accept an award on behalf of CCCA. But to show the industry that this partnership is possible, you know, that this type of growth is possible, I really hope uh, for any of you out there that are, are essentially decision makers in this process or anybody that would like to influence a process like this, I think do it, you know, go for it. We need to see more education in the industry. And I think that award was a really milestone marking point to be able to say, check it out. The construction industry can have a full hand in education of the next step of the industry. We don't just have to wait for a college or university to put together their own curriculum and then for us to just say, okay, this is what we're going to get. No, we have an opportunity to really tailor and say, we would love for you know, those who are passionate about the construction industry to come to us. If they're not, if they want to go to engineering, great too. You know, that's again, the open door policy there with CCCA, right? Is if, yep. if you want to go into something else, great, you know that, but that's your passion, fulfill it and do it with your, your full heart's content. And that's something that I know Ken and I have talked a lot about and our board has been really excited. 
you know, going back to what I said earlier, our goal is is always to keep as many doors open for young people as possible, mm-hmm. not pigeonholing them and say, all right, you've got to be a, a welder. You've got to be a carpenter. Like these are great pathways, right? But yeah. understanding that one, we need to be able to build a, a school enrollment, right? And mm-hmm. not every kid wants to go into that one one career pathway. But again, um, we're excited about is is just that chance to really explore the full scope of the construction industry. And we've heard from our industry partners that it's it's not just the skilled trades that we need. We mm-hmm. need people in construction management. We need engineers. We need architects. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole scope of, of the industry yeah. right now is is needing an infusion of, of more people. Well, and we talked about this too, is just, you know, starting a business of any kind, you realize that there are facets to okay. everything. Yeah. And so HR, accounting, it, it goes across the entire gamut. Every business needs every hand. And at the same time, you also need people that are exposed to it, that are knowledgeable about it. And also they could come from any walk of life and still end up in our industry, for example. Yeah. 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 And I mean, that that's something that that obviously resonates with with me personally as well. I mean, it's it's if you if you work hard, right, you show up, you have that positive attitude, right? Like the sky is the limit, and and you look at the pathways, whether that be at a Roblin or a Caltrans. I mean, Caltrans has a path where you can still go be an engineer without ever going to college. Mm-hmm. I mean, a state job at eighteen, all the way to an engineer. I mean, these are are fantastic pathways that are available. It's not you know we're not just putting some kid into a job, right? Yeah. That's going to make minimum wage. These are, are career opportunities, long-term investments in, in yeah. young people. Yeah, that is, that's great. How's the educator's background and educator selection going for CCCA and, and how do you envision that going forward? Because I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a while, I know, before things get posted, but yeah. I think people's gears will get turning right now. Yeah, through the process, one thing that I think has, has surprised me is we've actually gotten quite a bit of interest from teachers that have reached out and said, yeah, the, the traditional model that I'm a part of is not working. Mm. Uh, we had an individual from Elk Grove became our, our third employee uh, who early on saw a, a KCRA article and said, hey, I don't know you know, much about this, but I want to learn more. I saw the article and I've got to be involved in some way. Yeah. And so in terms of, of hiring teachers, I, I think we have a lot of, of flexibility in terms of our course sequence and, um, you know, an opportunity to bring in industry partners as, as per, potentially teachers as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the things I, I think that you know, I feel as as the school leader and the founder is you have an amazing opportunity to create that culture at the ground level instead yeah. of, you know, where I was a principal, right? You've got to shift the culture and, and get it to where you want it to be. Yeah. And so with that comes that responsibility of, of really hiring quality people, right, that are deeply invested to young people and, and student success. And uh, I think, you know, everything else kind of falls falls into place. I can teach somebody how to teach, uh, but you've really got to just be passionate about teaching and yeah. care about young people people in, in the community that we're serving. That's right. Yeah, no, uh, the passion for watching that growth yep. is going to be the most important part. Yep. You know, you can build a curriculum, but yep. you can't teach passion. Exactly. Well, and on, on curriculum, this is my personal call out to the industry uh, vendors out there. Yeah. You know, there's a variety of software companies that work in the construction industry. I want to just say calling on all of them. This is one of those wonderful opportunities for us to be able to teach and expose students to just every tool that is in the, the toolbox, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a it's a whole school focused on the construction trade. So I think yeah. that is a, such a unique opportunity. You know, most schools, you have your trades class, right? Your mm-hmm. CTE class. And um, then they go back into regular English, the regular math class. Yeah. So just as an example, right now we're working on uh, a, a zero carbon science pathway that's a partnership with Caltrans and SMUD. Uh, we're working on an engineering and architecture pathway with Lyonakis and folks from Cal Poly. And so, you know, just developing the curriculum, we've been tapping into those those industry partners. 
That's so great. Um, are you accepting students kind of in their mid to late thirties? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our, our applications are open, right? And so yeah. we've we've heard from a lot of adults like, man, I wish I had something like this when I was in school. And yeah. and so uh, we see that the construction industry is is probably going to be a big driver of our enrollment. I mean, families that are already in the trades know the value of the trades, and so that's been another you know kind of uh, I guess call out that we've asked from from our industry partners is hey share that our applications are open, encourage employees to visit our website. Because yeah. if you've got an eighth grader in the Sacramento region, I think we've obviously I'm biased, but I think we've got a, a really unique school to, to offer. And again, you, a young person go through our school and it doesn't mean that they have to go into the trades, right? That oh, opportunity yeah. to get two, three years of college out of the way to build a resume from the mm-hmm. moment you walk in the door. That's something that's just clearly not happening at, right. at really any other school in the region. Speaking of like having an academy opportunity or even a vocational opportunity, I was fortunate enough to be in a school district where there was a building trades academy at my high school. But while we were at that academy, we were constantly receiving tools from other schools whose voc eds were shutting down. Yeah. And and it was it was a sad moment. You yeah. know, we hey, we got three new table saws and you look on the side and there are just all the other schools around us. That's I was crazy. like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. yeah. No one else has this opportunity. Like no one's getting this chance to be able to see these tools. And, you know, it was it was great that we had the chance, but I felt awful that there were entire districts that just didn't have this chance anymore. And yeah. You know, that's that's my personal passion of wanting to share this again is that I got lucky to have that exposure at that age, but not everybody does. And so you making this available is, again, fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. And, you know, the other side with with that is we're excited. Like for me, it was, you know, just putting together a board and developing a team and getting the mm-hmm. word out. And um, yeah, I'm just kind of going through the process, right? Like the the first step was we were just knocking on down every door we could to yeah. try and get partnerships. And then there was a shift where people were starting to come to us to partner. Yeah. And then we finally got the charter petition after uh, so much hard work. Uh, but then really that just kicked off the start of, of the next phase and all the hard work that comes with it. And so while we've been recruiting students and uh, getting closer to opening day, uh, the really I think the next exciting benchmark that we have is right now our project's out to bid, and yeah. so construction's going to start in about a month, and we have such an incredible space. It, it's a unique building in of itself, and then you know with the build out, I, I'm I'm so excited. I can't wait to see next year this time where kids are yeah. in seats, the construction's done, and and you know we're really doing the work that we set out to do. Yeah, that's going to be great. It's going to be amazing to watch the growth of that. And I really hope that you're constantly posting, you know, updates and things on your websites and yeah. and things like that. And I know that we will have more info in the uh, show notes so that everybody can go ahead and click on the website links and any other social links that are there. Yep. As we kind of wrap up our segments with these podcasts, we have a section that we call what's on your heart. It's mm-hmm. kind of what's on your mind, but really, you know, something near and dear to you. And what do you want, you know, everybody to to hear. This is this is your moment. Gotcha. Well, um, first of all, I mean, I'm just thankful for you know all all the opportunities that that have become available because of of this school and, and the hard work that we're doing. You know, the support by industry experts. You know, I, I've got. I'd be remiss if I don't mention that I just had a newborn baby uh, less than like just a week ago. So, right. um, you know, I've been enjoying that. That that's number three. And then um, also just want to point out that we recognize that as a high school we can only do so much, right? And Mm-hmm. And really, we've been putting together um, a, a community school model. Those youth events that I talked about mm-hmm. earlier, 
obviously the high school. Uh, but then we have partnerships with Sac State's Office of Continuing Ed, working with UC Davis's Office of Continuing Ed, uh, and really looking to have them come in and do some adult programming on our campus on nights and weekends. Yeah. It's an opportunity, I think, uh, again, un- unlike any other in the region, to, to really support an area that has been so underinvested. Uh, underserved for for so long, so yeah. you know, with that build out, I think becomes that that tangible next step to to really start supporting not just our students but the community itself. Yeah, that's great. Well, that tangible next step is is inevitable. Yeah. I know with the support of everyone in the industry and your passion behind it. So, yeah. thank, thank you, you, Kevin, for being on the show. Thanks everybody for listening again. I hope you take a moment to uh, check out the notes, follow and support CCCA. Reach out to your partners. Let's see this happen in an amazing way. Yeah, websites, capcca.org. You know, check it out and obviously love to connect with, with any partners. That's great. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks, everyone. Today's episode is produced and edited by Roblin's digital media specialist, Aaron Zaragoza. Hosted by Director of Strategic Operations, Hitesh Dewan. Original music by Superintendent of Concrete, Rich Collenberg. With music production by J.K. Northrop. Thank you for listening to The Builder Seat.